What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Women Watch Wrestling. It's your girl, Just Love, and I'm here with Miss Bree. And this is Lady J. And we're coming at you with another episode of Women Watch Wrestling. Um, we're going to start this episode a little differently this week because there's a lot of stuff happening in the wrestling world that is just, it's, ah, it's so epic. So, <laughs> so we're going to kick it off with, we're going to kick it off with AEW. And I'm going to throw it to Lady J. Oh, thank you. And you know that this has to be different, y'all, because you already know I don't start a show unless it's, like, so spicy, you know. <laughs> That's the truth. Listen, y'all, listen. Um, Let's start with Sting returning to AEW. Now... This is the first time Sting has been on TNT in approximately 20, 21 years and since WCW. You know what I'm saying? And this is Sting! I think um, from research, because this was around the time that I was not watching wrestling, that um, Seth Rollins actually um, buckle-bumped Sting and caused him to have an injury a serious injury to where it took him out. And I guess, you know, things like that um, with WWE, the way they used him from WCW, that was not really good for his character, his his career, anything of that sort. So <clears throat> with Sting returning to TNT and, and you know, um, around the time like this, it was very epic because, I mean – it was just, it was, it was a surprise. One of the elements that they used, um, the Young Bucks were, um, they did an interview. One of the elements that they used was that, you know, the stars didn't even know, like the wrestlers that actually works for all elite wrestling. They didn't know either. They saw him walking, you know, behind the Young Bucks headed towards the arena or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or the, you know, and, and everybody was like, oh, you know, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? That's thing. So it was genuine. It was, it was, it was a quiet secret, you know what I'm saying? It was secretly done, so it won't be no leaks or anything of that sort. Like it was amazing. Um the way he came out. Um they had so the I little a, Okay, go ahead, go ahead. I have a question. Um, uh, I have a couple questions. One, um, how do you think they're going to use Sting moving forward? Like, because I know he's back. I'm excited that he's back. But do you think he's going to wrestle? Or do you think he's going to be like Taz in a way? Like he's going to form his little crew. He's going to be like, uh, what's his name? MVP. MVP, Jake the Snake. Yeah. 
I think he'll be used in that manner because I think someone asked the Young Bucks will he be physical, and it was like, you know, he'll be physical, but not, you know, physical. Like, so I'm assuming that he would be a manager or something. I would like him to be with Darby Allen, to be honest, but you know what I'm saying? It's neither here nor there. But I do believe, because he's 61, I mean, come on, you know what I'm saying? And on top of that, I did research with his shirts. His shirts sold out in 24 hours. Wow. <laughs> no, actually, before 24 hours. It was before 24 hours. You talking about the AEW shirts? Yes. Wow. Before 24 hours. I'm not su- I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. Because as soon as people knew, and then don't let it have been a good sale. You know, it's Cyber Monday week. I, I, I'm not surprised, but that is still funny. It's it's funny. That's that's dope. So this drew something different within the wrestling community because it's been a long time since something like that has happened to where it shifts the look at AEW. Now let me continue. So any do you have any other questions about this thing thing? Because I have something uh-huh. more juicier than this. Oh baby! Oh lord! Yeah, right, baby, baby. Uh, baby. Uh, well, well, I I don't think I have another question, but I do have a comment. I'm I I'm glad they were smart enough to keep it a secret because you know that's how a genuine crowd would have reacted. Like, cause you know, right now in the crowd, mostly it's their superstars. So they kept it a secret so that we can get a genuine crowd reaction versus. So I'm kind of glad about that, but I, I can hold whatever questions I have because I'm curious now. <laughs> you got your They did ready. have, yeah, I know Lady J is on the move, and they did actually have the crowd reactions from the people that was in the stadium because, you know, they do the social distancing or whatever. And, like, people were like, oh, my gosh, like, people were, like, marking out, like, and I feel them because once I found out that he was there because I missed that episode, but when I saw it on, um, <laughs> I saw the sting is all elite. You know what I'm saying? I I went like, oh, oh man, oh, I'm just reliving that moment. Like y'all, the the internet is going wild. A lot of a lot of talk, a lot of chatter, and here's some more juice. Okay, so after Kenny Omega, he turned back heel. He beat John Moxley. John Moxley has been champion, which is Dean Ambrose, formerly Dean Ambrose. He um he's been the champion for 286 days, I think they said. Okay, cool. So he Kenny Omega, he became heel, you know, bust John Moxley in the head. Now, mind you, the dude that came to support Kenny Omega is also Impact Wrestling Vice President. Okay. So now he's on um oh Lord have mercy. He's on <laughs> the show. Okay, so I was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? What they got going on or whatever. All right, cool. So, boom. All right, so he runs to the ring to distract, you know, everything. Kenny Omega hit the man with the mic, poo. Okay, John Mosley head bleeding, you know what I'm saying? Beat him or whatever. Um, Did the knee a couple times, the one-winged angel, boom. All right, so he beat him. So, instead of the referee, you know, holding up the hand, the dude, the, the vice president of Impact, he held up the hand, and then he ran. So you can see the owner of AEW like, what the hell going on? Everybody in the background, what the hell going on? You know what I'm saying? What was that? 
you know, because that was defending John Moxley. He held it down for the company throughout the whole corona. You know what I'm saying? Like, he held it down. So, okay. So, everybody's, you know, what the fuck, what the fuck? So, next, the dude, the vice president, um, um, a reporter uh, get to him or whatever. Not a reporter, interviewer. It was like, okay, what's going on? Da-da-da, what's this? And so, he was like, you'll find out on Tuesday. He was like, Tuesday, AEW's on Wednesday. He said, you'll find out Tuesday on Impact. So we was like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the swear jar is real today. Y'all like, excuse me. But everybody, okay. Okay. Imagine, you know what I'm saying? Imagine a brand. So now it's public, like public, public, that AEW and Impact Wrestling is doing business. Now, mind you, AEW also works with AAA. I think it's AAA Wrestling, but I know it's AAA. They now they work with Impact. Impact has a relationship with New Japan and Ring of Honor. So imagine, so the you know the, the chatter is coming in now. Like damn, you know because every time WWE works with a with a um company, they buy them out type thing. You know what I'm saying? It's not really. It's it, it's really the other company. They they're they don't get too much of it, you know what I'm saying? So now the chatter is like, dang, you know, this number two company is now publicly working with these other companies, and now you know because um sometimes like for example, I think Kenny Omega is I think New Japan something is it Kenny Omega and John Moxley they still wrestle with the other companies, you know what I'm saying? Because with AEW, you don't you don't. You can wrestle with other companies. I think with WWE, you cannot do that because if you get injured on something else, you still on contract with them. You know what I'm saying? So for liability purposes, they're like, nah, you can't work with anybody. So now you got AEW publicly working with Impact. You know what I'm saying? And and I saw an interview to where um, Triple H was like, you know, yeah, we, because somebody asked, like, are you willing to work with companies? Now, he didn't publicly say, you know, AEW and things like that. He was like, well, we're good for business, good business, you know, but we have to make sure that it's legit business, not a six-month deal or, you know, da-da-da-da-da deal. And, and, same episode, you know, Tony Khan, which is the owner of AEW, he tweeted um, pretty much, you know, good job, da, 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 da. thank you for making it a success. This has been the best show in, in you know, since um, 2020, 2020 started, blah, blah, blah. And then he posted the amount for NXT and he did AEW. Now, last week, a, um, NXT beat AEW, you know what I'm saying, by 2,000 views or whatever, because it was like 7, 10, 7, 12. All right, so boom. All right, but this week, AEW had like 900-something, 900,000-something, and then NXT, I think, had like five or six, you know what I'm saying? So it was like a big, <laughs> a big, a big thing. And, it, it, you know, a lot of people talking about that because Tony Khan a few weeks ago was like, it's going to be a different balance and power in the wrestling community. So, you know, people are like, what you mean? You know, so like, AEW can't even get a million views or do 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 woo 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 So now, with this thing thing going on and now with the Impact Wrestling thing, Kenny Omega is, is going to appear on Impact, mind you, this is going to boost uh, just out of curiosity you know, niggas gonna look at Impact and be like, well, what the fuck going on? You know what I'm saying? 
Mind you, you never heard me talk about impact. You know what I'm saying? So now that I'm talking about impact, just imagine what it's doing and the exposure is getting to the other companies. You know what I'm saying? So, whew. okay. Just breathe. It's okay. It's okay. That was. And you know, I never heard. I never heard Triple H or any of them say, "Well, we're good for business in the woo to woo to woo." Now, mind you, I do. I hear little snippets of you know where they got this uh, promotional person from here, you know, and that that person, you know. But I've never heard of a relationship. And think about a um. WWE views right now. Think about how what's going on with their ratings right now. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, you got people in WWE who selling stock. These people are selling stock. They're selling their stocks, their shares. Well, you know I, what I'm saying? So it's a lot. So go ahead. Well, the thing about the selling of the stocks, they they got to recoup the money that they lost this year. They they not making nearly as much money as they been making over the last however many years because they're not selling tickets they're not selling out stadiums and stuff like that so i can understand the selling stocks like that doesn't make me like ooh, you get what i'm saying but touche touche but um i feel you on the ratings thing and at the same time none of none of these wrestling shows except for maybe i don't know about ring of honor and impact and stuff like that but none of these wrestling shows got trash views if you really think about it because maybe compared to each other it's a thing but compared to other shows that come out on monday and wednesday and friday i i i i'm kind of confident in their their view Rate their ratings high. That's the word. <laughs> kind of confident in all their ratings, but I'm happy to hear the NXT <laughs> got a lot of ratings. But I get into that later. Any uh any other news, Lady J? And, but and, this is the conversation I want to ask though. This is uh-huh. how, okay. So think about so you got people like Gallows and Anderson who's over there at Impact. You know what I'm saying? Oh you, yeah, you got like, people. You know, yeah, people and, like EC3 and stuff. I feel it's over that Ring of Honor or Ring whatever. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is this: Imagine what will happen when some of these wrestlers, you know, what I'm saying, when they contract expire and they see what kind of things are going on. Do you think they could potentially go or leave, or you know, what's what's your opinions on that, ladies? Well, as far as that goes, I feel like depending on. I feel like that really depends on what's happening between the companies right now. Like what's happening between AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, all that kind of this this co-mingling that they're doing. Um, the ultimate goal of that co-mingling or whatever um, plays a factor in this. Um, how they end up sharing this stage that they're give, you know, that they're doing. Um you know, what kind of agreement these shows come together with or whatever. I, I think all that plays a factor in this. That's why I can't really give a definitely definite this is what I think. But I do feel like I do feel like if it goes well and if it goes how I want it to go, like as far as back and forth goes, I feel like they should be able to have a contract with both shows or one show and still appear on the other show occasionally like 
it be it be kind of lack of lack of a better term. It be kind of like the uh, wild card shit that <laughs> that WWE does, uh, kind of thing. So that's my that's my thoughts. Um, I I agree with you, just love. Like I think that's that is more than likely the way that it's gonna go. So I don't really have a singular opinion on that. Now I do got to tell y'all some more messy stuff. So after uh, after Tony Khan, which is the owner of AEW, tweeted that girl T Bar from Retribution gonna put Raw one point seven, nigga T Bar. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> if bro, <laughs> all right, all right. We we gonna get into retribution and what we think about retribution. Okay, I had to put so, that out there. Like, if anybody from Raw gonna respond, to why T bar? You know what I'm saying? Right. right. I don't even know the difference between T bar and Sledgehammer or uh, whatever. Man. Okay. 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 I just had to put that out there. But that's 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 it. That's it. Thank you so much for. The letting me get this out, ladies. Um, this is important. I couldn't sleep. I had to get this out. So shout out to you all for mental health. Women watch wrestling promotes mental health, kings and queens. So thank you for listening to that. Hey, you gotta clear your mind, mind, body, and spirit. Clear it all. <laughs> so, all right, we're gonna just jump into Survivor Series. We're probably gonna get through this pretty quickly so we can get to all the other news. Um, cause yeah, so by, after what's been going on, Survivor Series just seems so less important. But I really do want to talk about it though. So yeah, we got to get through it. It's okay. So first up, we got the men's um team Raw and team SmackDown match, which like everybody predicted, team Raw win won, but we didn't expect it like this. <laughs> Which was a clean sweep. Um, I what what do y'all rate this match? Okay, so let's self. Let's start with self. Okay, that's like, why I gotta get my thoughts together. Cause <laughs> what? What? Uh, oh, what? <laughs> so, yeah. Go ahead. I already said the trigger word. Go yeah. <laughs> so so let it be known. That everybody knew bullshit was about to commit. Oh, he walked out there. Like what? 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 Self got up his sleeve today. Right. So, that's it. so after he did it, it was just like, oh, that's the bullshit that's gonna commit. Like you just didn't know which which bullshit was gonna happen, but you knew it was coming. You can't tell me you didn't know it was coming. I had no choice in making sacrifices necessary for the greater damn good. If you're going to write them off, like, why well, like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand. I understand he got personal stuff that he got to tend to, but come on, like, I mean, really? They could have did it better than that because it could have been like a match interruption or something. Like, it could have been something like that and then Seth got disqualified or something. Like, he just walk out there and just be like, the greater good. And I'm like, bro, like, what a greater Maybe that was the easiest way for him to get out without getting hurt. 
No, okay. no, we're not going to accept that. As, no, we're not accepting that. I'm sorry. Y'all use the kendo sticks and eye matches. Right, we're not, we're not damn near blinded Ray Mysterio, but we could just. Like, what? For the greater good. He has both eyes now. I don't care. Stop just for the greater good for this match. <laughs> Ray could have came out and just, did, you know what I'm saying? Even though. I just I don't know. It could have been handled better. Okay, that was whack. <laughs> it was just whack all the way. Ain't no in between for him to do that like that. This <laughs> is whack. Somebody got both eyes. Honestly, and then Miss Bree said, "I don't care." That was great because you know what? I thought that like what the hell? I mean, congrats, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like. I feel like this. I feel like this. That was Seth's first Survivor Series, I think, in his career representing SmackDown. If I'm not mistaken. It is. You are correct. So why 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 use it like that? Like that's that's something I don't know. I guess I don't know. I, I mean I don't know. I, no. I just feel like it it really it matters, but it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, Seth Rollins still Seth Rollins. And no, nobody's going to remember what he did today when he comes back six months. <laughs> Somebody's going to remember. Somebody. You got to look at the lineup of people he did that to. Kevin Owens, Jay Uso, and King Corbin. One of them. Well, no, no. Oh. I'm, I'm not talking about in that regard. I'm talking about in the regard of the fans. Like, no, it's going to be a storyline, and it better be, for you to even make any it, it sense later. <laughs> okay? Hey, that is my final like thought. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, man, that, that sucks. Be- between Kevin Owens and King Corbin, when he come back, one of them going to have some some say-so about how he did that. Yep. I feel like they going to feel some type of way when he come back. I'm like, bro, you just left us out there to dry. And I believe it's gonna be Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is the one that makes the most sense because that's just, that's what Kevin Owens do. You know what I'm saying? So depending on, but I also feel like depending on how long he stays away, this storyline might not be worth rehashing. You know what I mean? Because Survivor Series would have been in November. If he come back in like June, they probably gonna find something else in the. He ain't gonna I be mean, gone that long. That's that's too long. I I give it a lot of people. He did a lot to a lot of people even before this. And I'm not even talking about just the Mysterio family and stuff. Like, they could rehash the Alistair Black thing. They could rehash... Gotta bring rehash that. <laughs> we gotta do that first. We ain't seen him in Lord knows how long. Yeah, and I wanna ask about that later. Because we, we looked up the rosters. Had to remember who was on each roster for people we ain't even seen. So... That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought. Well, I know Alistair Black is and he on uh, SmackDown because of the whole Kevin Owens thing. They was still beefing, and that's what. Uh, that's where um, Zelina was before she just got fired. Yeah, it's a lot of firing going on lately. But so did, <laughs> well, yeah. What else about that match? I don't really have any highlights. I like the fact that you know what I'm saying, like. Um, Jay Uso was the last one that helped him a little bit, a little TT, you know, helped his little boost, I guess. So, 
as far as the match goes, I gave this match like about a four because it it started a lot of stuff. Like it if this match didn't do nothing else, it started some shit. Like <laughs> so I um I I'm glad the raw team came out victorious because they had some heavy hitters and there was no excuse for them not to. Um there like you said, there's no real highlights. Uh most of the highlights are just how the raw team worked together to get shit done, pretty much. Um I agree with you. Jay Uso being the last one definitely helped the whole shit starting aspect of everything. <laughs> um they don't respect you. And if they don't respect you, they don't respect me. So I, I get it. I get it. Um so uh all in all, for what it's worth, I, I enjoyed the match. It did not bore me to tears, and it was a really good survivor series. Yeah, I give it a I give it a four. It wasn't it wasn't bad. Yeah. Between Yeah, that that uh yeah. I'll do that. Um, I agree. I think it 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 wasn't bad or whatever. I think the most temperament I have with the whole match is the Seth thing because it was just like you, not like even to look at the the qualific like the quality of the rest is not to put anyone's quality down, but Seth is the hierarchy of the SmackDown team, and you just gave yourself up. Like <laughs> I was like, I was like, they should have put Big E in there for that. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. For that, they could have put Big E in there, but nah. Oh, anyway, <laughs> next match. Um, the next match. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. This is my match of the night. <laughs> the next match is the New Day versus the Street Profits, and the Street Profits came out victorious, giving SmackDown their first win of the night. What would you guys rate this To match? me, that was my match of the night, too. That was a great match. Very athletic, very challenging. You know what I'm saying? It looked like they... It looked like it was like a passing of the torch. Like, here you go. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? You deserve it. And they do. And I didn't feel any kind of way about it. It was a great match. That's my five. Yeah, I I agree. It was five. It was a really good match. They did. I don't feel like they watered the match down either, and that's what I was afraid of. I was afraid of like, okay, two similar, you know, portraying tag teams going against each other. They're gonna try to like water it down a little bit, and it's just gonna be like, oh, but no, like this. They literally, you know, showed they worth, and but at the end of the day, it was it was a. It was a good match. It definitely was a good match. It was a good match, but I feel like, you know, some things that I don't like is that, and we'll talk about that later or whatever, but I feel like they cut some of these matches short for the Undertaker tribute, but I'm going to get into that later because that seemed like a short match. It was high pack for what it was, but that wasn't a long match. They, they fit a lot of stuff in a little time, I feel you. Yeah. But they did, you know, they did what they did. But that's mm -hmm. with that's with a lot of these matches. Like, um, looking at the podcast, 
um, that I look at. BC Amplified, you know. Um, he actually timed the matches. And and his information is usually accurate. Like, he does his research. Like, that's why he's so credible. Like, he's a credible source, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not going back. So, you know, he mentioned that point. And then when I thought about it, I'm like, you know what, though? Yeah, like, a lot of these matches were kind of short. Like, yeah. Um, I gave the match a five also. I well, I said from the get go, this is my match of the night. I, I do like I like the fact that they keep um elevating the street profits, like they keep evolving because every every match they, they bring out a little bit something new. And I see that they're trying to uh like finalize and um get Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford, like legit signatures and legit finishers. Um, matter of fact, one of the um, Angelo Dawkins is uh, he's using a new finisher now. It's kind of like it's 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 just like uh, Gold Dust's uh, final cut. Um, it looks a little like Page's Page Turner, and they've been trying to they've been putting it on social media and trying to get a name for it. And I I didn't see some names and I was just like boo that's trash. <laughs> um, but some of them were pretty good. Like one of them was like the down payment or some shit like that. Um, another one was so a lot of people kept saying smoke signal or uh, something like that, but I didn't really like that one. Do y'all have any names? <laughs> I have to see the move again for me to give a good name but down payment sounds very creative right um because i was trying to think you know something profit wise uh but i saw somebody put down payment i was just like all right all right cool but i um nevertheless like i do like the fact that even though they've they've been tag champions this long or whatever they're not keeping them stagnant, if that makes sense. Like they're they're continuously evolving. Um, and uh, I think it was you, Lady J, that was like, you know, this was a good passing of the torch type match or whatever. Because I, I don't know if y'all saw like the little thing they put on Instagram. Uh, oh yeah, when it was the in the locker room and stuff when like it was that. In the locker room. Yeah. <laughs> passing the cup. Yeah, like the. So I um. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I'm not going to lie. Although the matches were shorter, um, sometimes that's not a bad thing because sometimes WWE do too much. Like, I like the fact that AEW has a 20-minute time limit on a lot, you know, on most of all of their matches. And I feel like WWE would do best to have something like that sometimes. So... I can't say I'm mad, um, but uh, next match. Oh, anything else on this match before I move on? No, ma'am. Um, so next match is Sami Zayn versus Bobby Lashley. I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all this match got like a one. <laughs> I did a 1.5 because it didn't form the tears, but next. <laughs> oh, my. Oh my, um, I don't even remember. Exactly. <laughs> it wasn't a bad, it wasn't, if I'm not mistaken though, Miss Bree, 
Yes, ma'am. Didn't um didn't we say that that match lasted longer than we expected? Yes, very much. Well, I remember saying that. I was like, wow, you know what I'm saying? So when the match started, we was talking about it, and I was like, I don't. I mean, it was Sami Zayn going against Bobby Lashley. The only thing that Sami Zayn has on his up his sleeve is that he's a trickster. That is what he had, like all he had to go for. Because other than that, Bobby Lashley was going to throw him around the ring anyway. We already knew that. <laughs> like, so we was talking about it. We was like, okay, five minutes. I think that's what we said, and then yeah. it lasted like about five minutes or a little longer. We was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, whoa, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> this is not still be on the TV. This so, stuff still going on. Right. But yeah, I mean, if I'm not mistaken though, didn't I say that, you know, that it was a it wasn't bad as I thought it was gonna be? Yeah. I did say that. So yeah, I stand on that. That wasn't a bad it wasn't terrible. Like it wasn't a jobber match. Like we knew that Bobby Lashley was going to win, but they let Sami Zayn do some stuff. Yeah, he fought back. He wasn't just... <laughs> yeah, like, he just... random being thrown around by Bobby Lashley. Yeah, like, he tried to do the little, you know, extra, extraness, the ring awareness, as he call it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, he, he tried it, but, I mean, Bobby wasn't letting him get too far, so he fought back. Like, it was, it was decent. Like, if anything... If anything, I can't give it a one because it wasn't terrible. It was just a waste of time. It wasn't, it felt like, Let me give it like a two five type situation. Yeah. It don't deserve a three, but it wasn't complete just like trash. Yeah. I definitely give it two five, two seven. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not going to be harsh on it. Next though, we can definitely go to the next one though. It's not that good to keep talking about it. You know, we both agree. The, all of us agree. You know what I'm saying? We can move on type next. But, you know, yeah. All right. Um, next match is Sasha versus Asuka. Roll up next. Um, <laughs> I have to say that. Lady J. Sasha ended up winning. Uh, how did y'all rate this match? I had to throw the roll up match thing because me and Lady J was talking about that for Monday. And several times in this particular match <laughs> that was the strategy the, the roll-ups i guess because wwe at one point was like getting real like roll-uppy like you know what I'm saying? and they got roll-uppy definitely did it was i mean yeah like roll-up wwe has been doing that lately like roll-up run out the ring turn around like whoo you know say yeah you know i don't know but other than that i've it was straight. Like, I feel everybody, the only reason why I kind of feel some kind of way, just slightly, is because what they doing with Oscar. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they've been, they've never. Uh, yeah, that's what, and I know that's another conversation as far as like for later what's been going on, but like, really. Oscar's potential is wasted a lot. Like that's just my little statement for there. Like I think that's the problem. We just feel like things could be handled better, or storylines could roll out better with her, and they're not. It's just like she'd be thrown in to places, and it's just like y'all kind of, kind of whitewashing her a little bit now. And it's yeah, just she like with Lana, then that she with Lana. Lana. Oh, oh, this la- I know this later. <laughs> I swear, I that's know. not even I know. there. <laughs> yeah, so so. Can't, yeah, 
I don't know how to what's, feel about that. But what's your rating? Far, the, the rating for the um, for this match. For this match is I'll give it was a good match. I'll give it a four. It was a good match. Yeah, I think I'm on like the three five. I think I'm. It was just I feel like the it was things that could have been done in the match to make it better because Oscar is more than just the Oscar lot and rolling people up like you know what I'm saying she she fought in this match but it was nothing to be like oh look at Oscar like how it used to be you know yeah but nevertheless I mean Sasha won this match so. And I guess because we have always seen, we, I mean, it feel kind of played out because, you know what I'm saying, the things that happen between Oscar, Sasha, Bailey, you know what I'm saying? That kind of plays a part into the, yeah, I mean, <sighs> so I think that fit, that that plays a part into it too, but it wasn't a boring match. Like it was a, it was a good match. It wasn't, yeah, I'll say three, five, two. I'll go to, two. I'm reneging, you know. <laughs> I'll say three five two. I understand that. Like, yeah. That's that's that. Um, I gave this match a three three five. Um, because it like you said, it was a good match, but yeah. I've seen it. We've all seen it. We just we just saw it for like three months straight. So and <laughs> that's just that's just all I that's all I got to say. That's all I got to add. But um I think I also think that Sasha needed to win more than Oscar because Sasha's not really known for having strong title reigns. So um, that's just how I felt about that aspect. So the next match is the women's ten man tag match: uh, Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. <sighs> <sighs> Lana, uh, Team Raw wins because Lana is the sole survivor um, after a count out, a double count out between Naya and Bianca. What do you ladies rate this match? This is what, before I rate the match, I want to say this. I am very happy that Bianca was like one of, like last man standing type of situation <laughs> on SmackDown because they're really using her like how I want them to use her. She not just there. She making sure everybody knows she's the EST. <laughs> they they making sure she know. Um, but overall, even prior to this match happening, remember like me and Lady J was going over like it ain't it's not many women to shuffle up upon once you put Nia Jax in the mix, okay? It's just like, all right, we already got Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler on the same team fighting. This is what we got left. I'm going to give it, I'm going to say like a 3-5. It wasn't It wasn't the best match of the night, but it kept your attention. Um, And I totally forgot about Lana. Like that whole match, and when they counted out, and then it was like, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then I saw Lana after they had told, <laughs> told, her not, told her to stay out of the ring. I was like, oh, well. So I'm going to give it like, I'm going to say like a 3-8. Three, three, somewhere between 3-5 and 3-8. <laughs> she can't get a fork of Lana. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm not mad at how that happened, but I am at the same time. And leading up to it, after all the slanging her around, they did. <laughs> she the one that wanted for your team. Like, you know what I'm saying? 
So that's that's my my say. We're I'm done. <laughs> I, let me. I, I got some uh, some about that that oh, I, I want to get out before I forget. <laughs> I feel like I feel like after Survivor Series, I feel like uh, Shayna and Naya played it wrong. I feel like they played the whole shit wrong. I if that was me, I would have took credit for the win. Like y'all was the ones that put her there. So y'all could be like, that's what yeah. we anticipated. Like, you know what I'm saying? But that's just me. I just, but I, I just. But if that persona is the reason why they didn't take <laughs> it that way. Naya and, yeah, Naya and um, Shayna are very cocky, self-absorbed opponents. Like, it's about me, 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 no matter what the situation was. So they weren't going to take it that way regardless. Like, I get what you're saying. And that was a good way to perceive it. But. I mean, Naya and Shayna tag team, and they can't even <laughs> morally get along outside of the belt. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so my first thing, my first thing is this. Okay, it's like they did highlight Bianca as as I was I was really adamant about that. Like, look, you know what I'm saying? Like, look now, you got Bianca do 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 do, you know, but. I don't think they're going to do anything with Lana, though. But they're going to... I wonder... I guess I'm looking for the future of this. What are they going to do with this? Is she... Hold up. So, she's guaranteed a, a championship um, at, so, at, at WrestleMania? No. No, that's Royal Rumble. That's Royal Rumble, I'm thinking about. Yeah. So, with Survivor Series being that she's the sole survivor, so what? She get the championship? She gets a... She not Technically, she's not owed anything <laughs> for being the sole survivor. I just want to put this little two cents in there. Just a food for thought on the situation. A lot of things, if you read a lot of things that go on with Lana with WWE right now, I'm trying to figure out when Lana contract up because I honestly don't think Lana going to make it to Royal Rumble as a wrestler on WWE. Like, I don't think she, I think she's running her contract out or doing whatever till she can leave type situation so what are the, that's what i'm saying like like she I, mean, I believe she's going with rusev i think she is going to exit wwe and end up on AEW. but the the span of it i'm not sure because i don't really know when lana's contract is up but her story is now they just throwing her wherever like that's just and it's obvious i would imagine her contract will be up Around the time everybody else is like right after WrestleMania when they start renegotiating and stuff, you know. Yeah, but you know everybody contract does not like that because people come back from being hurt and come, yeah, stuff like that. And I'm not really, I can't really remember like where Lana, you know, in the storyline of the year where Lana ever popped up originally. And Uh, Bobby Lashley. (laughs) Yeah, you know, yeah, see, like that. And there was this whole little thing with Lana right now with like her TikTok and Instagram stuff and WWE. They're trying to take advantage. Like they're trying to, what's the word? Seize all of it because she's using Lana, but she's getting a fan base from it all. But Lana's, Lana, the persona Lana is owned by WWE. So this is me, you know, reading little articles, y'all. I'm just saying. So 
I don't really feel like we're going to see Lana for too too much longer into going into the new year. She's going to hook her deuces up too or whatever. They're going to part their separate ways because at this point, WWE is trying to take our money. And it don't really seem like she's too happy with that. Okay, so with all of this going on, what is that doing? I don't understand why they gave her the soul survivor like what are they gonna do with it what are they gonna do with this it's gonna continue like it's been Nia Jax and Shayna for the keep messing with her because now she thinks she got some gas on her behind because she was the sole survivor and now they gotta put her in her place we know that's where that's gonna head and then either one or two things gonna happen you know Lana gonna end up getting beat up real real bad or <laughs> she gonna find a posse to defend her Against Shayna and Nia. And then we're going to end up with a, a tag team match. Or some type of match with rules or no rules or whatever. We know that's how <sighs> WWE. That's, that's, that's how they do. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how to rate this match. I don't know. Um, I, I can't do it. I can't even do it. Like this is the first time. No it hasn't been. But this is rare. It wasn't a bad match. I guess. I wish that um Bailey it I wish the last two was Bailey and Bianca though. As far as on Team SmackDown. And then Bailey would have been eliminated. Nah, nah. I Bailey had to go out first. Like it had to be no question that Bianca yeah. is potentially better than Bailey. You know what I'm saying? Baby had to go out first. Okay, I can see that. I right. agree with that. I'll get because uh, as good as as good as Bianca is, she still don't have the stats. You know what I'm saying? Like she still don't have what Bailey has, which is the record. She like Bianca's never even been NXT champ. So really, it had yeah. Like, but in her defense, in her defense, and I must say this. She had really tough competition when it came to becoming NXT champ. Because during her time in NXT, her, the champions were Asuka and yeah. Rhea Ripley. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I'm not even finna. And Charlotte, then Charlotte. Like, so I'm not I'll even finna. Because NXT, NXT women caliber is totally different than when Bailey and. Sasha and all that was in NST. This it, is it, the Triple this, H. This is yeah, about to say I, yeah. We can get, get to that. that later. Yeah, we can get it. Yeah. yeah we okay. Can get well, that. I give but, it a three um, five. It wasn't a bad match. It's just the Lana thing. I'm confused about what they're gonna do with it. But three five. This this is my thing. I give the match a three five as well. But my whole thing with the Lana thing, we predicted this. And the truth is. I told you so. I don't know why either of you are surprised or stunned or mad about it. Because we predicted we this yeah, last right. episode. Y'all know we predicted this last episode. We just didn't know how it was going to happen. I'm actually impressed at how it happened. Because, you know, we was expecting her to just jump in the ring and pin somebody or something like that. Like, <laughs> like I'm surprised. They surprised me. Like... <laughs> But as soon as soon as they they shunned her to the steps, I already the surprise is gone. Like I already knew what was about to happen because it was just like, all right, so how they finna 
get all the rest of the 40s people out while getting all of the SmackDown team out. What I am mad about is that the although the SmackDown team was very uh, thoroughly highlighted, um, they kind of... I, I don't like how... I'm glad Bailey went out first, but at the same time, they they could have did more. Bailey could have should have just went out like Seth did for all that. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> she's the captain, all this woo ha woo ha woo ha, and she got beat up a little bit and then got pinned. Are we serious? Like <laughs> so, she could have just went out like Seth. All I care with that in that regard, and. I, I like how they left they left it to the quote unquote newbies because even though the Riot Squad isn't new, they're new to the SmackDown team. They're new to the Ten Man Survivor Series, whatever. So they gave the highlight to them and got Bailey and Natalia out of the way. Yeah, that's a good. That's a yeah. good. That's a good way to look at it. That's awesome. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Um. So I mean, because realistically. And I hate to say this, although Natalia might be still trying to be relevant or whatever. Her job right now on uh, in WWE is to push other people. Right, let's be honest. She's the standard that everybody goes against when they first get there. That the, Everybody's first real beef, everybody's first real match. And then that's, that's what changes their tra- trajectory between going against more heavy hitters or getting back push back to the middle card or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? That's just what she's been for the last few years to me. <laughs> so I, that's how I see her um, until she changes that or until she changes my view of that. So so I I thoroughly enjoyed the combat. I, I, you know, I'm all day Bianca, all day. Y'all know. Y'all know I love me some Bianca Ballet. So y'all know I was here for every every second she was in the match. I was getting worried at first, though, because, she, you know, she didn't really get the shine until she was almost the only one by herself. You know what I'm saying? That So I was a little worried that they wasn't going to give her that shine. But when she got it, she got it. And she took a hold of it. We're going to get into the, the after beef later. So I won't get too far into that. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed the match. It was very entertaining. Lana being the sole survivor was sweet revenge, especially the way it was. Because um, I, I wanted Raw to win. No, actually, I wanted SmackDown to win. I ain't gonna lie, I was, I was definitely rooting. Me for too. But, <laughs> but I wasn't mad that I wasn't mad that Raw won. Um, but it was definitely sweet revenge for how you know Lana's been treated. We, you know, we predicted it. Like I said, um, so three point five for me. That's my two cents. Um, the final match of the night is Roman versus Drew. The WWE champion versus the Universal champion. Uh, <laughs> um, and Roman wins uh, by Jay's super kit and, Ro- <laughs> and Roman putting you to sleep. Um, how would y'all rate this match? Well, um, okay. So speaking as if I did not see the aftermath. Um, my thoughts was, okay, so what did they, I was like, well, maybe Jay or I mean, maybe Roman will be grateful, 
you know what I'm saying, that Jay helped him because of his loss and the way he's talked to Jay's and Jay and his brother backstage. I kind of like that whole segment, by the way, how they kept building a storyline. You know what I'm saying? But still going through with Survivor Series with that. So I kind of like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, It was all right. I mean, it was all right. I, I enjoyed it. I don't think it was like a, whoo, you know, the match of the night. But I think I, I enjoyed it. It helped Drew, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, Drew is not totally buried because he needed that help. You So he can say, yeah, you know, dude cheated versus he just lost in a clean fight. So, I mean... I was really looking at it for storyline-wise, what they going to do, how they going to work it, you know, who's going to win, what's going to happen, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, taking it for what it is, I give it a four, but it's definitely not a five match. Um, I I agree. I, I think it could have went in other directions that would have made me more upset with the outcome. Um. But like you said, I could take this for what it is. Um, I'm going to give it like a 3A. I ain't going to give it a whole 4. But <laughs> I can deal with the story, like what happened. Um, because prior to this match, my whole thing was their momentum for both of them was just like, how are we going to do this without hurting the storyline for one or the other person? Um, and... I'm not gonna say I'm content, but I can deal with what happened. So I'm gonna give it a three eight. I gave the match like a three three point five. It was a really good match. I mean, they were they're really tough competitors. <laughs> they're really uh, you know, it was very intense. Um, I thought the match was pretty predict predictable. Like I thought the ending was predictable. As soon as um Jay and Jimmy got shunned and told to go home. I knew Jay was gonna come out at the end of the at the end of the night, so um, that aspect was whatever. But other than that, nah, it was a good match. I I have no complaints. So that's Survivor Series. Oh, uh, do y'all want to rate the Undertaker's uh, um, farewell? Yep. How would you rate it? The only thing that really captivated me was Paul Bearer's, you know, um, little hologram when the taker kneeled. I thought that was really honorable. You know, they made me feel some kind of way, but they could have waited for this. I think they used this for real, and I'm not capping. I'm not capping. I feel that they used this because the build-up to Survivor Series was so shit. So they, they use, you know what I'm saying, Taker's final this and that. You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, I understand because he had, he, he premiered on Survivor Series or whatever. But come on, bro. We couldn't wait. What did that do? Like, what did that do? Knowing that they're probably, he's probably going to have one more match. You know what I'm saying? What was this? But then, see, that would defeat the purpose of the whole thing then if he have another match. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> that what I'm saying. I know he's gonna have another match. He's gonna I have another think. match. He's going. To, How do you know? He's come on, How man. Do you know? 
They're gonna get this man one more match. I'm telling you. I don't. I don't think they're gonna do that. I well, I don't think he's gonna do that. I I'm not. I know WWE might want to give him one more match, but I don't. I just just based off of the interviews I've seen him do and like the level of tired he seems, I just don't see it happening. But you know, you could be right. He could be. He could get into the mode where, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't see it happening. I hope it doesn't happen. Maybe that's it. I really hope it doesn't happen. <laughs> um, so uh, before we move on to uh, other affairs and continuing stories from Survivor Series, want to say RIP to Pat Patterson. That that was a hard loss for the wrestling community. Community, I believe he was seventy nine. Yes, RIP. Um, the inaugural Intercontinental Champion, and the I think he's the one that started uh, the Royal Rumble. That's a that's a lot of that's a lot of legacy. So real quick in NST tonight. Um, well, if that doesn't tell you, we're recording on a Sunday, but tonight is NST TakeOver War Games. War Games! So geek. I'm gonna watch it right after I get off of the, right after we finish recording. Um, cause last year's War Games was ridiculous and this year's War Games is probably gonna be the same. Cause realistically, last year, last year War Games, just to tell you, how like crazy it was the people that was in it i i think this was last year like how much a year a a year changes things um one team was team Shayna baszler and it was bianca belair and io shirai on the team with her (laughs) and uh the other team was team rhea ripley and it was dakota kai this was when dakota kai turned on her best friend tegan knox and became the heel Dakota Kai that we know now. Um, yeah, I remember that change. I remember that. Yeah, and uh, KO came out as the special fourth person on Team uh, Tommaso Ciampa that had um, Keith Lee and wow. uh, Matt Riddle on it. <laughs> so it's it's so it's so crazy a difference a year makes because I was just like, dang, I I watched that war games and I just I remember all these people in it and they all you know most of them on the main roster now doing a whole different stuff and I was just like, all right. So I'm actually I'm really excited and looking forward to war games. Um, Kevin Owens commentated an episode of NXT these um. One of these weeks while uh, we were, you know, on our little break, um, that was pretty cool. Um, so tonight's, uh, and to jump at War Games, tonight's War Games, uh, the big, the major matches are the War Games matches. I don't know if you know the rules of a War Games match, but... Submission. And now, let the war games 
So yeah, it's 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 utter sheer craziness. <laughs> um, so the males uh war games match, the Undisputed Era is in their like third war games match. Um and the team they're going against is the Kings of NXT, which is Pat McAvee, Pete Dunn, and the NXT tag champions, Ono Oni, Lorkin. And Danny Birch, uh, the Kings of NST have kind of taken over. There, I, I said this last show. They're pretty much a group of guys that came together that's been done wrong by the Undisputed Era. So, of course, you can see why this War Games match got created. <laughs> and um, the girls' War Games match is Team uh, Chauncey Blackheart versus Team Candice LeRae. And Candice LeRae is Johnny Gargano's wife. Team Candice LeRae has Tony Storm, who was the UK Women's Championship, uh, UK Women's Champion. Uh, I think she, I want to say Rhea Ripley had the champion championship, and then Tony Storm took it from her. Because um, I don't watch NST UK a lot, unfortunately. But um, then you got Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, all on Team Candice LeRae, and Team Chelsea Blackheart is. Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and Io Shirai. Um, I really think uh, Blackheart hasn't really, she's just now getting a push. So I'm really curious to see uh, how she does in this match um, because she got some heavy hitters on her team. And that's because she hasn't had a like a major push like that. So to have like Io, the, you know, the women's champion on your team, Along with uh, Ember Moon and Rhea Ripley, that I mean, I think that's that's to give her that extra. Mm. On top of the big war games matches, there'll be a triple threat for the North American Championship. Uh, Leon Ruff still has it, <laughs> and he's going to be going against Damian Priest and Johnny Gargano. And there will be a strap match between Destin Loomis and Cameron Grimes, and. I don't know if y'all know what a strap match is, but that's when uh, each each uh, each superstar is uh, attached to a strap, and they have to fight while attached to the strap. It's a no DQ match because you can use the strap as a weapon and stuff like that. So, um, and then Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa. Um, I don't completely understand this beef yet, but it's an interesting one. I must say. Um, so I'm really excited and interested to see how War Games goes tonight. I usually thoroughly enjoy War Games more than I enjoy TLC. But <laughs> maybe that'll change this year. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I was going to ask about uh, Rhea Ripley and how she's how's, how's it been for her since she lost against Charlotte. Um, Rhea's had a couple of uh, championship matches since that loss against Charlotte. Um, because, you know, Charlotte, I believe Rhea Ripley came back from her injury, like, right after Charlotte lost her belt to Io Shirai. Um, she might have been in that triple threat. I believe she was in the triple threat where uh, Charlotte lost the belt. Hmm. Um, but they, they've keeping her, they've been keeping her in the title picture. But right now, she's not really number one contender anymore uh, because she did just lose to Io. Uh, I want to say about a month or two ago, 
but they're keeping her pretty relevant. Now she, there's more than one big girl. And it's not really a big girl, but there's more than one like swole, tall, you know, strong competitor on NXT now. Cause she has somebody like uh, Raquel Gonzalez that can match her power. So with with that in in uh, perspective, they're they're definitely keeping her in the storyline, which I like to see. Um, and she she came out and did a promo not too long ago because there was rumors about her moving to the main roster, and she was just like, "Nah, y'all squash them rumors. It's my home." <laughs> And straight like that. I mean, who would want to go to the main roster with all this going on and the foolishness they got going on and they seeing they people. Oh, Lord. Anyway, because I got some more stuff to talk about. Um, I'm not even going to go to that point. But thank you for that. That was awesome with the NXT update. Thank you. Uh, No problem. Like, I love NXT. And their women have not disappointed me yet. So <laughs> until they do, uh, I I mean, I'm here. I'm just, I would love, 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 love to see the tag belt on NXT and to see what kind of foolishness they would do with it. Because NXT will have some kind of random ass DQ type match on the drop of a dime on any episode. Like, you don't have to wait for a pay-per-view to see stuff like that. Low-key, that's why I think that's why uh, uh, NST was the one to be on Wednesdays to compete with AEW. I still I still stand by that. But um, so shifting back to main roster, WWE, speaking of main roster and stuff like that, there's a, there's a lot happening because TLC coming up, as you all know. Uh... <laughs> So these TLC matches that we've kind of slow, we're slowly starting to see develop. Um, the KO, the KO uh, Roman thing, that matches a thing now. Yeah, do y'all want to start there, or do y'all want to start with something a little, <laughs> little less cumbersome? I don't know. I don't know if this is cumbersome or not. Um, the whole <laughs> thing surrounded that. Um. Is it okay? So first, before I begin, can we talk about like the storylines around it? Or yeah, just go ahead and start. Yeah, you, we can talk about anything you want to talk about. Honestly, um, cause I all right. So I I pop it off. Like when it comes to the Kevin Owens and the Roman Reigns thing, one thing, and I think I told you this yesterday when we talked on the phone, Lady J. Like one thing that. I, I was hoping they would do and they're slowly they're, they are doing is utilizing that though that tension and those beefs within the the two teams like within the smackdown and the raw teams well the four teams technically if you want to count both sexes um to build and make storylines and i you know everybody kind of saw I won't say everybody saw this coming because we didn't see it coming, but we I feel like I knew it was a possibility. I didn't see it coming, but I saw the possibility in it, especially with uh, Jay, Jay um, letting down Roman and all this other BS. Although, how do you let down somebody? Like, there was never established the point where Jay was the captain. 
Um, he can't fight for his team. <laughs> so, you know, and he was the sole survivor and he tried. I mean, what else can you do? But at the same time, I get it, whatever. Um, so I find it interesting how they got to the point where Kevin Owens just challenging Jay, uh, I mean, not Jay, uh, Kevin Owens challenging Roman to this TLC match. Um, but I don't know. I, do I feel like this is a strong enough beef for a TLC match? Not really. I, I know that sounds crazy, but just... let's see. I mean, no, it don't sound crazy. As far as this card, I mean, as far as this match, I, I like the storylines behind it. Um, Kevin Owens did beat the mess out of Jay Uso with that chair. Like, Jay is, I don't know how to feel about him right now and what they're doing with it or whatever, but I don't know. But I like it, though. It's not disappointing because it, it intrigues me. I mean, Roman is, Roman is the best heel on WWE when it comes to, like, newness. Because now, granted, you know, we're not gonna discredit the thing. Like, no, you know what I'm saying. But right now, like, as far as like not awesomeness, like, thing, definitely Roman. Like, Roman. This story is very captivating with Roman and Jay because it's like when Jay messes up in the back of my mind, we're like, dang, I wonder what Roman gonna say. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact because when he lost. Dang, I wonder what Roman is going to say. I wonder what Roman is going to say about him interfering. I wonder what Roman is going to say about this today. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when he got his behind whooped by Kevin Owens with the chair, I wonder what Roman is going to say. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, it's good. I like what's going on with it. Um, This is definitely something I want. I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm excited, too. I just... I don't know. I just, it's like one of those things where you expect TLC and Hell in a Cell Beast to be like the all time high tension beyond like WrestleMania beefs. Uh, but even WrestleMania beefs, not always like high tension. They're just sometimes just really good matches. Um, but I just personally, I usually expect like, TLC and uh, Hell in the Cell to be like, oh, they hate each other type thing. And I, I get the sense of that from KO and and uh, Roman, but not it's, it's kind of one-sided. If that makes sense. Like, Roman's just like, eh, it's just another dude I gotta fight. And KO's just like, ah, I wanna fight. Like, it, you know what I'm saying? They don't hate each other. It's just Roman's not getting his way, so he's frustrated, and KO just don't like his ass kind of thing. Um, but I don't know. That was I, – I kind of skipped around, I know. Uh, <laughs> but that was one of the TLC – I just have, like, TLC matches written down, and that was the first one that came to my mind. Um, but another TLC match is is the Asuka and Lana versus Shayna and – Naya official? Is that officially a TLC match? I don't know, but I really... Uh... <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> okay, just speaking of the Lana and Asuka thing, 
I think this is either just given the light of what y'all said today about the fact that Oscar that Lana contract might be up. This is either one of them wasting time and just putting Lana somewhere, or two trying to give Lana a significant push by putting her with somebody that's gonna actually make her look good. If that makes sense, because she's been pulling out some new moves in these little. But matches. that don't mean they're gonna get used for us. <laughs> but still don't mean nothing. Right, like, that don't mean nothing. <laughs> like, congrats for stepping up with Oscar next to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like woo woo. <laughs> it's fucking Oscar, like. True, but you know they always gotta put uh they always gotta put somebody kind of weak with somebody strong to make them look strong. Whatever, you know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, oh uh, oh uh huh. I said, what you're trying to say is that's trash. <laughs> uh, but okay, since you already kind of mentioned the theme, how do y'all feel about uh, the theme's Alexa weakness? Can I? I'm gonna go first. If that's okay, Lady J. Um, when I saw the little snippet, the well, the, the piece of the snippet, because I missed like the first five minutes of Raw. But I still saw the end of it. And I'm not mad at it. Because it makes this. It gave a twist that we've been waiting for in this storyline. Like literally. The person that's supposed to be the king of mind games. It's like. The god of mind games. Is playing mind games with him now. <laughs> like now it's like. Oh wait a minute. Wait. This is not just a prop into the fiend storyline with alexa being there and i don't even want to just call it a prop because alexa is living this role like and i don't think that it was gonna be bad from the get-go because prior you know let's just go like a couple of years back like um when i first started back watching wrestling with you guys alexa was kind of like you know deranged in the head then and to see the fans' reaction to Randy and Alexa, it was just like, oh, okay. This is like the real back end type situation. So um, I'm for it because at the end of the day, that's what we've been looking for. We've been trying to figure out what is the thing that really is going to weaken the fiend because he, he – up to this point, didn't really seem like he had no weakness, even with the defeats that he has taken. Cause it's not like he's just won every match since he's been the fiend. Like he's been defeated or not like ultimately defeated, but he's taken some losses, but the, the fiend doesn't care about that. His whole morale is just to get under your skin, to play the mind games and to cause you to fumble. Like, and now we're looking at something that's possibly doing that to him. So. I don't. I, I mean, I'm excited to see where this goes. It gave and it gave something different than what we had been seeing. It's finally some type of switch up there. I like it. It's amazing. Great storytelling. Right. I mean, you said everything for me, and the, you know, you thought I was gonna say something a lot, but you did that. <laughs> I, I appreciate it, Jane. Behind that, I appreciate. I would definitely come behind that. That was great. Good job. Yeah, you said it. Yeah, I agree. This is this is very entertaining. This is definitely entertaining. I I didn't expect <laughs> I expected it, but I didn't expect it. Like it was it was kind of shocking. Like, okay, 
You knew Randy was going to try to find a way, but you, I, I don't know why I didn't expect him to go through Lexa. Like, maybe because he's been on the show so many times. You know, he's been on Moment of Bliss so many But that was the point. Expect unexpected. It. That's that's the whole thing with Randy, though. Expect the unexpected. Yeah, he done been there several times, but it, it hasn't given him a reason until now. Because even with him being on a Moment of Bliss, that didn't necessarily have anything to do with the Fiend during that time. But now that there's a correlation... Now he has some. He has a mind game to play, and we know that's what Randy loves to do. He likes to get in your head. He likes to get your temperament up so that he can find the weak point, the weak points, and he could just jab at it until you crumble. And that's what he's about to do. That's literally like you think in his head. He's looking at a lesson like you think I'm afraid of the fiend. The fiend should be afraid of me. And literally, that's what that little scenario. Like, okay. You can play this game, boo. <laughs> so, do you really think that the fiend is scared, or do you think he's just going to change his, you know, change his? Uh... I wouldn't necessarily say that he's scared, but this is probably sitting up, like flipping a switch on the fiend. Like, wait a minute, this ain't my normal, you know, situation or whatever. He's probably, you know, rebuilding his tactic toward Randy. But I do think that this will be some type of real. Like competition, the storyline will probably be a little intense because we know once once Randy got a hit list, once you're on the list, you're on the list. He gonna get you. Like no matter where, no matter when, no matter how. Like, and I feel like this storyline is gonna have a lot of aspects in the ring and out of the ring because of that. So I don't think it's necessarily that the fiend is scared, but this did show him like. Oh, this ain't my, these ain't, you know, the people I've been coming and exit off on putting their picture on the back of my wall. Like this is going to take, take some energy and I'm interested to see, you know, what type of energy they both put into this. Cause you know, we know that Randy ultimately is not no slack opponent. You know what I'm saying? Regardless, even without all the tactics, even without, his persona itself, he is a very good wrestler. And he has tricks up his sleeve, just like Bray does. So I I think, you know, this is this may I don't think either way it go. I don't I don't think the storyline with Randy is going to end up hurting the fiend. I think it's either going to create more dimensions in the storyline of the fiend and build up something within him whether it builds up his skill his momentum I don't I'm not really sure like ultimately if it's going to be like Randy win or Bray win because you know when it comes to Randy it can go either way but you know it's not going to be no boring lazy match or situation when it comes to Randy because he, he his whole moral is to can play that game like I, I can anything you can do I can do better <laughs> I could do anything better to you. That's basically Randy's Randy's morale. So I don't necessarily think that Bray is scared, but I do think this was like a wake up call. Like, uh, all right, you think you think you've been handling everybody else around here, but let's let's not forget who I am. <laughs> so when do y'all foresee this money in the bank getting cashed in? Just based on all this little back and forth, all this teaser, because we we done. We've we've gotten teased like what 
for the last two months that Miz, since he got the money in the bank, that Miz is going to cash it in, blah, blah, blah. All this jazz. Him and Morrison, the whole thing that happened with AJ Styles on Monday. All them trying, you know. <laughs> I, where do y'all foresee him actually cashing it in? Um, I don't know. Because honestly, I don't see him honestly beating drew like i just don't like if it happens it gotta be like on a fluke him cashing in the bank it gotta be like a match uh drew is out laid out and then he come and pin him like on some slick you know but i don't know um i mean the time crunch is happening now because we in december and that gives us january february march april four months you got four months i i want to say before royal rumble I just, I just don't know. I can't foresee how I think it's going to happen, or if I actually think he's gonna take it from Drew. Like, I, if he actually battles, like, and does like a for real match, I don't think it would be legit, like legit against Drew. So it, it had to be something happened already in the storyline where Drew doesn't have it anymore, because I don't see him realistically, you know, just taking the belt from him with the money in the bank. Like I. It's it's so many factors in my head with that, like, cause if it happens like that, I don't think I'm gonna be happy. Like you know what I'm saying? If it just, you know, me is just wins against Drew like that. But I um I don't I think though it won't surpass him having it surpass Royal Rumble. Um, but this is also the Miz we're talking about. He is the type of person. That will wait the rest of because can't you hold it and cash it in at WrestleMania? Yes, you can. Yeah, like after this situation, you know, Miz might really start to think about this and wait till WrestleMania and cash it in. Like, I don't know. I mean, these are just things that go through my head. Like, because I really, I mean, realistically, how many of us really see him taking that from like cashing it in and actually getting it from Drew? Unless, like, the only way he'll try to do it and then have Morrison turn his back on him as soon as he cash it in type thing to create a storyline between Miz and Morrison. Well, see, I see that happening too. I feel like once if 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 the Miz cash it in, whatever may happen, he does get the belt. I do ultimately see Morrison turning on the Miz. Like Oh, now you got the belt. Now I need. Now we competition. We it ain't no us buddy buddy no more. Like I gotta get what you got. Well, ah, they they already kind of lack of a better term did a little foreshadowing on that because that's how they tried to get Sheamus to turn on Drew. Like if I if I got the belt or when I get the belt, Morrison's gonna be the first one in line. Blah blah blah. And I just saw. Like, I just saw Miz getting the belt and then him just being like, oh, no, not now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Reneging on that or some shit like that. So, yeah, I, I, they already kind of leading, leading on that. But I, I honestly, I don't know if I see, I don't know how I see that happening. Like, I, I don't know if Morrison will turn on Miz. But I do feel like <laughs> I do feel like they're gonna end up fighting each other soon. Um, Lady J. Oh, sorry. Um, I was waiting. On, I was waiting on you. <laughs> I was just waiting on you, my so bad. I- but yeah. Um, 
with that, I don't know what they're going to do with that. You gave a whole bunch of hoorah for the whole money in the bank in the first place, taking it from Otis. So what are you going to do? So I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of my thing. Like, if he wait to WrestleMania, I'm going to be a little upset only because the whole thing was, nah, you holding on to the money in the bank. You're not cashing it in. That's the whole, that's one of their biggest cases they had against when Otis had it or whatever. So, of course, but it's it's not unlike uh, WWE Superstar to be hypocritical. <laughs> so, but... Um, no, I don't see him winning against Drew, but I do know that the Miz is a sneaky little bastard and he has another sneaky little bastard in his corner. So anything's possible. Yeah. I just was curious. And then do y'all think Seamus is going to turn on Drew eventually? Um, kind of had a lot of foreshadowing on that, uh, on Monday also. Definitely. So. Definitely so, especially after Keith Lee walked up on them, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, yeah, there's definitely gonna be some something. So I like what's going on with that too. Good storytelling with that. I agree, but I do have a snippet since we are talking about Drew and Monday. Um that I would like to this is not a prediction. This is a spoiler type situation. <laughs> um and I feel that way. I don't know if my prediction or the way it is going to necessarily play out is correct. But it was something that I noticed and I spoke to Lady J on. And yeah, she felt the same way I felt. You know, after I explained what I saw and how it happened. So as we watched Monday Night Raw, you know how they'll have like the flashback advertisements. And this particular Monday, um, one of the flashbacks was about Drew. Or whatever prior to this match and that was the one that we're talking about and the flashback was a particular flashback okay and it is of him and Brock Lesnar okay now we're gonna we're gonna gonna put a, a comma there some parentheses or whatever we're gonna do an excerpt as we know you know Brock has not been on WWE you know for all year right or what, since before WrestleMania? Or has it been all year? Yes, he lost his belt at WrestleMania. Yeah, so WrestleMania. So that's the last time we saw Brock, okay? So we know that Brock went over to UFC. And if you have been keeping up with some of the headlines and Bleacher Report or wherever you get your sports news from, we all know that Brock is not doing so well right now on the other side. You know, grass ain't always green. So to notice that this was just a particular clip. You know what I'm saying? Brock don't work for WWE right now. And this particular clip is of Drew and Brock. And when the last time we seen a clip with anybody using Brock? <laughs> just, just to throw that out there. So when I saw it, I said, oh, here we go. Anytime we have ever seen a clip of Brock pop up like that, that means Brock is coming back. And he don't come back like two months later. It's shortly after. So, um, I have a fear or a prediction that Brock will be back, will be back. And, um, particularly to, uh, defeat Drew. When that will happen, I am not sure, you know, 
That's he might try to come back for Royal Rumble. And yeah. yeah, and see that would make sense because that's Royal Rumble is when all the mis- you know people just miscellaneously end up back because they end up in the Royal Rumble, and I can see that happening, like Brock being the last person or some BS. Like <laughs> I can see that. Shit, didn't it happen before? Didn't it happen before? It was, what was it, Braun last year? Or this, was that last year Braun was it? And Braun, it was, I don't know. I don't think he was the very last. No, it was a few, it was a few people that came that was still in the ring. And then Braun, when Brock Brock Lesnar came out, you know what I'm saying? Right? No, Brock started. The Royal Rumble last year, and he no, 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 people. not that one. That one, Drew McIntyre. No, it was uh-huh. a Royal Rumble that he came in because I remember in particular. I think it was the one before that because I remember in particular saying that Finn Balor didn't like that because some of those superstars. It wasn't a Royal Rumble. It was a Money in the Bank because he won the Money in the Bank. Oh, it was the Money in the Bank? Yeah. Okay, okay. It was Fan Balor, Mustafa Ali, um, Randy Orton. Yeah, Randy Orton was was in that match. It was a lot of really good people in it. Yeah, because I I don't even remember the match. I remember everybody's faces and the camera went around and the brought one. Like, that's how bad that was. So they're going to do that for Royal Rumble then. Yeah, and and I'm like, it's sad that I, you know, to think of it like that, but that's true. Like, it's no other reason... The only time WWE stars rolling Brock in clips is because we're about to see Brock. Uh, But here's my, here's my question. Um, are y'all sure he's going to go for Raw or do you think he'll try to get on SmackDown because of Fox and how the ratings are going Uh, on SmackDown? You know what I'm saying? That will put the beef with him and Roman back true. And then the Paul Heyman, I think that's what's going to keep that from happening right now. Is that Paul is is Roman Reigns' advocate to have Brock on there? Even though that would be a good storyline, I think they will start with putting him back on Raw and defeating Drew, and maybe around the shakeup or whatever, he end up him and Roman end up back on the same roster. But normally, when Brock come when Brock Lesnar come back anyway, he come back straight to Raw. Like how many times have we seen him when he returns as a SmackDown wrestler? When he beat Kofi, that was the only time, if it, I'm not mistaken. Exactly. And then he got shut up for a while, right? But that was off. That happened after SmackDown went to Fox. That's the the only reason I think that he would even consider Fox over Raw is because Raw ain't what it was a couple of years ago. Like. SmackDown is the spot right now. It's on Fox. That's Fox Sports. Well, I mean, which I like, get what you're saying, but that is very more reason he needs to be on Raw because when Brock come back, you know, quote unquote, by you know, tale of tales, Brock brings the ratings, and Raw is struggling, and they need to do something there. So they would purposely put him back there so that it could get them back where they need to be, and then the consideration of moving him to SmackDown would be considered. But SmackDown has enough going on to hold its own. They need something to bring Raw to bring Raw back to life. I'm talking about Raw, <laughs> Raw back to life. Yeah, I feel you. I just know that it's not when it, usually when it comes to Brock Lesnar, it's not the the brands usually don't have the say so. But I, I get that, but that's why 
I like yeah. like I said, traditionally, either way it go, he normally just come back to Raw. He all like that's just his, that's just where Brock always yeah. ends up anyway. So I mean it can be different, things can change, but I foresee I don't really the only person that I can foresee as Drew's true competition after this Randy thing is or it is Seamus. Like you said, Seamus might turn on him, but ultimately I don't see Seamus taking the belt from Drew. You know what I'm saying? They gotta throw something in there. And then it's, if it's brought, we already know how that's gonna happen. It's gonna be like some BS, five minutes, whatever. And then it's gonna be a continuous storyline back and forth of Brock and Drew for at least a month and a half. But I um I just I just noticed that on Raw and I had to bring it to Lady J attention. Like, did you notice that? Like, when last time you seen one of them advertisements or a flashback in particular? And normally when we do, you know, that's normally when it pop up. And we know Vince is good for just last minute doing stuff and if Brock is not doing so well and UFC we already know what he's gonna come back to yeah I um I noticed the clip or whatever I I don't think I questioned the clip I questioned the reason why they they wanted to do this whole flashback of Drew's career in the first place you know what I'm saying like that was very questionable to me that's what made me feel like is he losing a belt soon Cause on that same that episode, they literally flash back to the first time he got the belt, to the second time, to when he lost the belt, to the second time he got the belt. Like they did like a whole um Drew year in reverse type thing. And it was just like, why are they doing this? Is he about to lose the belt? Like <laughs> so I I I I saw the clip, but I don't I didn't take it that way. I took it a whole different way. Yeah, cause it was very random, and I'm just like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, cause they kept saying, and they kept calling him the new champ or whatever, and I'm like, it's and he whole lost the belt for like a week. Why like, are doing what the, this? like he can attribute for a week? Like, bro, exactly. like, yeah. So, and that reason alone made me go along with. Uh, Miss Bree's predictions or spoiler. Yeah, it definitely made it definitely made sense because, like, that's just the route I took with it. And you saying that, uh, Miss Bree was just like, oh, okay. Uh, so a couple more things before we sign out. <laughs> um, so I kind of in going with the fact that the they they're using some of these in team beefs from Survivor series. I am I'm very happy about the Bailey Bianca thing that's a brewing. I think that's a really good push for Bianca to go against the former SmackDown champion. Because realistically, if she went straight for the belt right now or she went straight for Sasha right now, she wouldn't win because they're trying to give Sasha a reign. They're trying to, you know, make her the blueprint, the standard. <laughs> So um, I like that they're kind of veering to put her against Bailey, and they're they're kind of making this animosity, building this animosity up between their two personalities. So it's it's like a natural head clash yeah. type thing. And I'm curious to see what they're gonna do with it. I just I just hope it doesn't bury either one of them. I'm just really curious to see what they're gonna do with it, and I do think Bianca's gonna come out on top. Like, why not? She's the EST of WWE. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm I'm excited about that. I'm uh, with I like it. That. 
I'm with it. Uh, yeah, especially after saying SmackDown, it, it's cool. I like it. So, yeah, I, I I really hope that this will be creative. So yeah, like the um and the the clip that um Miss Bree sent in the group or whatever that that was just so like <laughs> I'm glad they're using their personalities like well. If that makes sense, like they're not writing something that's not right. realistic and yeah. just out of the character. Like it's like real. It's real life on uh, uh, daily. Like let me start yeah. taking my earrings off. Like oh, are you done? Are you done? Oh, okay. Like, yeah, Bianca was like, I'm the EST. Bailey was like, No, I'm the BEST. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> was like, okay, Bailey. I'm, one thing I will say is I'm real mad that they really making this ding dong hello thing a thing. <laughs> ding dong hello. That, that that is pretty aggravating. Like she actually got this. But like she actually got this on her clothes and stuff. Now. Oh, like, girl, shut up, Bailey. But I mean, that's what he's supposed to do. Yeah. Uh. And Bianca always looks fabulous. So, mm. uh, so the last storyline we'll like touch on tonight is we'll go back to this Carmela Sasha thing. Um, I just once okay, I'll say this. Somebody I heard somebody say some real stuff. Like when I was watching my uh like I watch different YouTube videos, like little wrestling YouTube videos, and most of the videos they don't really talk about the whole show or the whole thing. They talk about like little small storylines and like kind of dig into those or whatever. And one of them was just like, we get, we get it. You know, Carmella come back, blah, 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 attacker, blah, blah, blah. Get some match. Whatever. Um, but what are y'all going to do with Carmella when she loses? <laughs> and that was like my, that was like one thing I was just like, that's a real question. And that's kind of why I wanted to talk about this because realistically, nobody sees Carmella win in this match. If she does, it's going to be like, what? It's going to be an upset. But what do y'all think they're going to do with her when she loses, though? Are they? Do you think they even thinking about that? Because <laughs> she has no storyline. The one storyline she has right now, she kind of just, it was kind of like poof story. Like I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't. I have no clue. I just. I don't know, and I'm scared they're gonna throw her into a tag team. We just gotta watch it, because I mean, truth be told, I don't know what they're gonna do with her. Um, I don't think the tag team thing is too bad of an idea, though. <laughs> I might be. But, it, I mean, up. you know, maybe it was just I don't know. I feel like Lady J. Like I'm trying to. I can't envision now, anything. Can we get her a new outfit? Can, can we do that? Well, we got she. She wore something. Cause that one gotta be musky. I'm sorry. She wore it <laughs> can we get for SmackDown. Actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, for SmackDown, she did not wear that red thing. Cause I think I was looking for that, and she did not wear the red piece. Okay. They. they she uh, and she didn't wear any kind of arena t- attire at all. Like they was in regular clothes because they had like a little interview shit 
Okay. Yeah, I think I was looking for that because I was like, girl, I'm tired of that red thing. Because even one of her yeah, pictures showed up. Because when they showed but. the flashback of each week that she snuck up on uh, Sasha, it's the red outfit. Red outfit. Red outfit. Like, girl, like, girl. Like, it looks stink now. That outfit look like you got to peel it off. Yeah, like, what's tea, girl? Like, girl, you need help? Like, you need to go find me, girl? What's, what's... Not a go find me. I don't understand. I don't I don't understand her character. I, I don't understand, like, I guess other than her outfit, what's different besides the fact that she's not moonwalking? <laughs> like, I, I, there's a lot of things I'm confused about when it comes to Carmella as a person in this setting and what they're trying to portray her to be. I don't know if she's pulling it off well. Maybe maybe that's it. But I I just felt like I just feel like they could have found a better TLC match. Like I just <laughs> I just feel like overall based on the matches that are currently established at TLC I'm not really looking forward to it. It's just blah. Yeah. It's just not the the most the match I'm probably looking the most forward to is the KO and Roman Reigns, and I still feel like that's like eh. <laughs> is it the Fiend and Rand? But you think they're gonna do something for TLC? Oh now now that their match I don't think that there's a oh. match established for that yet. But that now that one that would probably be the most most anticipated because that's a real grudge that's a real beef that is high intense animosity that is going to be unleashed in a no dq match but yeah like meh i i don't know but overall tlc at this moment until they make more matches just i mean but but and i'm (laughs) i don't want to be you know hypocritical but we felt like that for um Survivor Series, and it actually turned out to be a decent pay-per-view. True. Yeah, but also a lot of things, not a lot of things, but quite a few things changed from the time we felt like that um, and the time and the time of the pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Um, like the fact that Randy Orton was no longer fighting Roman Reigns. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I wanted to get into that we didn't really get a chance to, but we we already pushing two hours. <laughs> yeah, we did the thing tonight. It was a lot, but it's okay. Yeah, like cause I, there's a I wanted to get into the retribution thing, the hurt business thing, like um, you know, Cedric Alexander just kind of zoning yeah, out, leaving the <laughs> team. Like, there's a lot of things that. I wanted to get into today that we didn't get a chance to, but we overall still had a really good show. So, I um, anything y'all want to say or uh, talk about before we sign out? No, ma'am. I am just be safe out here with that COVID. <laughs> safe. I know it's rising again. Yes, please. And I was gonna ask about that. Yes, please wait, Matt. Well, how do y'all think that's gonna affect wrestling? Being that it might go, we might be back on the shutdown. Um, that all I think determines on the rate of the wrestlers catching COVID right now too. Like, you know, when it, back when they first was doing, before they got the LED screens and stuff, we were hearing about the wrestlers catching it and stuff, but it seems like 
they've come up with a system to better keep that under control and it's up to them to keep it like like that so i think that's what will determine it because as long as the athletes are safe and they're not there's not a constant rate or rise in them catching it i think it will continue to go on because you know wrestling was technically the only sport that kept going you know contact sport at least when corona happened um so i think that's what is going to be the determining factor there now if it started to be like all right three four five wrestlers every week testing positive it's just gonna shut down and we're gonna be seeing reruns oh my gosh (laughs) i um i just think the, the everybody's in a better space to deal with the shutdown so I'm not too worried. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that sounds like blah, <laughs> considering how you know how serious the situation is. But they've they've had enough. I mean, we've been dealing with it for almost a year though. So <laughs> right. they've had enough time to have trial and error. They they've had they've had plenty of time. They've had over nine months. I if they you know what I'm saying if they don't know how to deal with it by now then. They, they don't need to succeed. <laughs> I mean, in layman's terms, that's correct, though. Yeah. Touche. Um, but, yes, be safe. Uh, wear your mask. Hand sanitizer. All that jazz. Um, take some wet Lysol. wipes if you want. Have some, you know, Lysol wipes. Well, you know, I, I, I don't even see Lysol wipes or Clorox wipes in the in the stores anymore. I always see, like, yeah. that off-brand no name <laughs> disinfectant right sure do yeah, hey, um, what, what's available is what's available right. make it do what it do right get your disinfectant wipes and wipe yourself down you know what i'm saying um just be safe um thank y'all for listening as always follow us on instagram it's women watch wrestling three that's women watch wrestling three one more time that's women watch wrestling three on instagram and you can follow us on twitter at w3 podcast that's W3 Podcast. One more time. That's W3 Podcast. And if that's it, we out.